and his burning gospel. He therefore says in Matthew 24 and 14, and when this gospel shall have been preached throughout the world and witnessed unto all nations, then shall out the end come. Mm -hmm. Now by virtue of the fact that the writer uses this, suggests that there were, Brother Carlos, some other gospels. Mm -hmm. Our knowledge of religion teaches today confirm that there are other gospels even today that are being preached. I'm going to have some witnesses in here. Uh, in verse 11, it warns us that there will be other gospels even in the future. Uh, and I don't mind calling names. If they got the nerve to put a name on a sign, then I ought to be able to make reference to the name. The Baptists have a certain gospel. The Methodists have a certain gospel. The Catholic, I wish I had some witnesses in here, has a certain gospel. But Paul says that there is not another gospel. Listen to the writer in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Paul says, for I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. This term pervert comes from the Greek word, which means to corrupt. It means to make impure, and it means to taint. But what are you saying, Paul? I'm warning you that there are some men and even some women in the world now who will purposely take the gospel of Jesus Christ and try to convert it and pervert it into another gospel. And why are they doing that, preacher? They're doing it because they're trying to mislead the innocent hearts. None of these gospels should have the effect of holding in of the world like this gospel. But this gospel is above all other gospels. Mm -hmm. Now when you speak of this gospel, the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it can be perceived as an argument. Mm -hmm. It can be perceived as an announcement. It can be perceived as a problem. And it can also be declared as a proclamation. It could be seen as good news. Uh, it could be seen as good advice. But however, this gospel is the disclosure and the demonstration and the donation of the free unmerited love and mercy of Almighty. I wish I was talking to folks uh, who have experienced the love and the mercy of Almighty God. You see, this gospel comes, it was disclosed at
This gospel is not new news, but it's the same old news, but it's still the newest news since news has been news. All right. You see, this gospel has come to us, drenched in the tears of million remorseful saints. This gospel comes to us, written with the fingers of agony and death. All right. This gospel comes to us, Jesus said, my word shall stand forever. Oh, yes, this gospel. 
gospel will stand when the Eiffel Tower come crashing down. The gospel will stand when London Bridge falls into the bay. The gospel will still stand when the St. Louis Arch come crashing to the ground. The word of God will stand forever uh -huh. when Sears Tower to the downtown streets of Chicago, the word will stand forever. When the Grand Canyon holds up like a storybook, the gospel will stand forever. When the Statue of Liberty roars along, the gospel will stand forever. When the moon drips in blood, the gospel will stand forever. When the sun refuses to shine, the gospel will still be standing. When this world it's consumed with fire. The gospel will stand for All right. Because it is a powerful gospel. Yes, That's right. Can I tell you that the gospel don't need your help? All right. Did you hear what I said? I said it don't need your help. Can I slide your little note from heaven? God confirmed it in every dispensation of the Bible. You right. see, in the beginning, Moses declared. In Deuteronomy 4 and 2, uh, that you cannot change uh, a word of God. Uh -huh. It's the confirmed in the middle of the Bible. Proverbs 30 and 6, uh, the proverbial writer says, And thou not unto the word, uh, and thou not unto his word, uh, lest he reprove thee. And you be found a liar of the tongue of the revelator, seals it in Revelations 22, 18 and 19, where he declares that if you uh, subtract from this gospel, your name will be taken from the book of life. And if you add to this gospel, the plagues of this book shall be added unto you. Uh -huh. so I need to tell you, God doesn't need you. Itchy, pinchy, 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 a little so-called wisdom or advice. When he sealed it a long time ago, there was nothing else that needed to be added. Never write about it. He's too smart not to know enough. He's too smart and sure not to complete it. But I tell you, this word of God will stand forever. You see, there's no need for man to try to beautify the gospel. But it is beautiful. All by itself. Uh -huh. Is he trying to add to this gospel? It's like trying to add wetness to snow. It's like trying to add fragrance to the flower. Trying to add to this gospel. It's like trying to add heat to fire. Like trying to add glitter to the stars. To try to add to this gospel. It's like trying to add wetness to water. Sweetness to sugar. And brightness to the sun. Yeah. Turn to somebody and hear tell them, God don't need your help. I don't need your help. Come on, tell the person on the other side of you, God don't need your help. I don't need your help. Another reason it is powerful is because it is a two-edged sword. All right. It is designed to not only to accuse the accuser, but also to accuse the accuser. It is not designed to please. But it's designed to convict. When you leave the Lord's service and you get upset because of the preaching of the gospel, many times you misplace your anger and you get mad at the preacher. Well, I come to tell you, don't get mad at the messenger. Your anger is really with the message. And the right about All right. It. But not only that, as I first hasten to a close, I need to tell you that this gospel is not only particular. 
It is not only powerful, but it is also permanent. It is permanent because it is divine in every aspect. All right. It is divine in its conception. Having been in the mind of God before the foundation of the world, it is divine in its inception as the Holy Spirit is instrumental in every aspect from the birth of Jesus of the, to the day of Pentecost. And it is divine in its termination. As John closes his apocalyptic gospel with the phrase, even so, come Lord Jesus. You see, this gospel is a divine gospel with Christ as the sinner. Christ was born. Christ taught. I said this gospel is the divine gospel because it teaches Christ healed, Christ restores, Christ suffered, Christ bled. This gospel teaches that Christ died, Christ laid, but he rose again. Christ showed himself, Christ blessed, Christ promised, Christ ascended, Christ sits, Christ mediates. Now y'all ain't getting excited about all this right, gospel. All right. Christ cares. Christ built and Christ purchased and Christ will return. That's why I cannot and will not be a part of any other church than the church that Christ purchased with his blood. Acts 20 and verse number 3. That's why I won't be a part of any other church that he's not the head of. Colossians 1 and verse number 18. That's why I cannot be a part of any church that is not his body. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 22 and 23. And I can't be a part of a church that is not coming back again for. You know a lot of us get worried. Uh, Brother Spencer, we get worried because folk don't come to church like they used to. We get worried because folk don't come to Sunday school like they used to. We get worried, some of us, because folk don't give like they used to. They don't give their body, don't give their time, don't give their gifts or their talents. And we start to talk out of our head. Brother Johnson saying, I don't know what's going to happen to the church. Well, if you are a true saint of God, if you are a mature saint, then you already know the Hebrew writer says in Hebrew 6, verse number 18, by two unchangeable things, God cannot lie. So if God said later that he's coming back for his church, come hell or high water, the church got to be here. I'm all right about it. Right. It might not look like what you think it ought to look like. Right. Might not have the attendance you think it ought to have. But when God said it's coming again, you can put it in the bank. Am I right about it? Yeah. All right. That's right. Tell you, no wonder the writer says, and when this gospel shall have been preached throughout the world and witnesses and, and witnesses of the whole nation, then shall the end come. The gospel must be preached unto all the world and every creature that believeth and he is baptized shall be saved. Notice what the text says. It didn't say those who believe only will be saved. It didn't say those who confess only will be saved. But he said, he that believeth and he is baptized 
shall be saved. Uh -huh. I don't care what the world says. That's another gospel. Yeah. But this gospel says you cannot be saved without baptism. Yeah. And there is a prerequisite to baptism. You can't believe what you haven't heard. Right. And you can't believe what you haven't been taught. So therefore you can't be baptized right if you're taught wrong and right about All it. Right. And don't you let no weary eyed man tell you that baptism is an outward sign of an inward grace. That's another gospel. All right. This gospel says, Galatians 3, 27, you talked about it. Baptism puts us into Christ. Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, the Bible said that baptism puts us into Christ, verse 41 and 47, and it gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, as I go to my seat, this gospel is God's saving power. Man. See, it's not just some social conversation, but it's God saving power. All right. Sometimes this gospel will put tears in your eyes and nobody's bothering you. Sometimes, Sister Claire, it'll put running in your feet and ain't nobody chasing you. This gospel will put a clapping in your hand All right. and ain't nobody on the stage performing. This gospel will put a song of joy on your lips yeah. and you can't even carry a tune in the bucket. All right. This gospel, I tell you, it is a permanent gospel. If you want to trust something, I tell you, you ought to put your trust in the Lord. Have yeah. a heart about it. Yeah. Put your trust in the Lord. Solomon said it this way in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all of thine heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. What is that, brother preacher? That's a permanent insurance plan. That's why I'm going to trust this gospel. When anxiety sets in and you find yourself in a pity party, all right. feeling all distressed, I come to tell you, you don't need to worry, because I heard Jesus say in John 14, 1, let not your heart be troubled. All right. What is that preacher? That's a permanent solution for a heart problem. Yeah. I'm right about it. Yeah. That's why I'm going to trust in this gospel. When you find yourself lost and you become confused by all of the world's denominations, I hear Jesus say in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. All right. For we know, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 and 1, for we know that if this earthly house, if this tabernacle be dissolved, we have another building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. What is that preacher? That's a permanent retirement plan. All right. That's why I'm going to trust in this gospel because it gives you a permanent insurance plan. It gives you a permanent health care plan. All right. And it gives you a permanent retirement plan. As I told, I need to tell you that this gospel is the only gospel which has an effect on time. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. I said it had an effect on time. All right. You see, the sun won't go down in sackcloth and ashes until this gospel has been preached. I said it's the only gospel that has an effect on time. The moon won't turn the blood until this gospel has been preached.
All right. The sky won't roll up like a scroll until this gospel has been preached. Men won't run and cry to the rocks fall on us until this gospel has been preached. Gabriel won't blow his trumpet until the gospel has been preached. The dead in Christ will not rise until the gospel has been preached. All right. You can't put off mortality and put on immortality until this gospel is preached. You cannot, I said, the corruptible cannot become incorruptible until the gospel is preached. I don't know about you, Four Seasons, and I don't know about you, CP. I'm tired of shedding tears, but my eyes won't be dry for the final time until the final amen. I'm tired of sickness and pain, but I won't find eternal relief until this gospel has been preached. All right. I have to keep on worshiping until this gospel is preached. I have to keep on living until the gospel is preached. I gotta keep on preaching one Lord. One faith and one baptism, because that's all the gospel gives us. And as I go to my seat, I need to tell you it's a powerful gospel, permanent a gospel in particular, because this gospel changes things. I said it changes things. It's the only gospel that can turn sinners into saints. It's the only gospel that can turn pimps into preachers, prostitutes into prayer warriors, problems into praises. It is the only gospel that can turn worthy into worship, liars into leaders, fornicators into the faithful. It's the only gospel that can turn leading brothers into elders and deacons. Maniacs into missionaries and drug dealers into deacons. I said, I got to tell you, it is the only gospel that I can trust because it's the only true gospel. I wish I just had two people All right. that are turning to somebody and tell them the devil won't win.
they obeyed. They went into the church. Stand on your feet. If you need to be saved, come down one of these aisles.